Hello, uh, let me introduce myself. Uh, my name is Richard Barwell. I'm Head of Macro Research here at BNP Paribas Asset Management. And joining me on the call today will be Denis Pinel. Uh, he's CIO of MAX, that is our multi-asset quantitative and solutions team uh, here at BNP. We're going to talk to you today about uh, both the state of markets right now in, in the shadow of the virus, uh, but also uh, what our MAQF team are doing for you right now, uh, and what we think you should be considering. So without further ado, uh, let me talk about and turn to uh, the situations we see right now. Obviously, the, the virus poses a severe and sustained threat to society and the broader economy. Right now, we're talking about something like a third of a million cases across around almost 200 countries, and sadly, already 15,000 people have died. Uh, we know the situation will get worse before it gets better. Uh, there will be a catastrophic loss of life and a sharp correction in activity in the coming weeks and months. Authorities around the world are going to be forced to impose uh, severe, possibly multiple shutdowns in society to limit the loss of life, and that will have a, a significant toll uh, on the economy. However, our message is, even in that context, fundamentally constructive. We do think this global policy response will eventually help to turn the tide, so what we're looking for in particular is a combination of factors that we think ultimately will help society learn uh, to live with this virus uh, without recourse to a, this series of shutdowns that will prove so economically damaging and to which the markets have responded. Now, what does that mean? Well, over time, uh, an increasing number of the population are going to acquire an immunity to the virus. We fully expect a significant increase in diagnostic and serological testing uh, to help get a handle on who has the virus and who has had the virus and now has that immunity. Capacity, hopefully, within the healthcare system will also improve, helping doctors to deal with those acute cases when they arrive. And there also is the potential here for countries around the world to learn from best practice on how to contain the virus without having to resort to these lockdowns. Above and beyond that, we take comfort already from what is, we think, a significant and still building economic policy response to this crisis. Now, these shutdowns are going to place huge stress on companies and households, but we think this move towards a what could be loosely called socialize all the losses at whatever the cost mentality from governments is going to help turn the situation around. It will help the economy weather the storm. It will help companies and households ride through this incredibly difficult period. Uh, in fact, we are struck by how quickly some what would really be considered radical policy measures are now fast moving up the agenda, including the likes of, of eurobonds in the, in the European policy debate and also central banks financing deficits. Now, Let's be clear, the game changers here are obviously the arrival of effective antivirals and ultimately a vaccine. Now, where the latter is concerned, there's going to be a timeline of many months of trials. We obviously cannot roll out a potentially harmful vaccine to healthy people. But once we see, I think, credible news on progress towards that vaccine, we think the market will fast forward to what we think ultimately is a constructive end game. And we, we say constructive because as far as we can see, Markets have already corrected. They are already pricing pandemic 
and ultimately we think a fair amount of panic. Uh, now is not the time we think to sell. We think actually at the moment we think valuations have moved enough that we have a constructive mentality. We are actually looking to add risk uh, and not to detract. Now, there are risks around the baseline scenario I described. Most clearly, we think about the number and duration of, of shutdowns that the authorities will have to impose to keep control of the virus and the delay it may take in producing those effective antivirals and a vaccine. And to repeat what I said at the start, we understand and we appreciate this situation will get worse before it gets better. We know there will be a catastrophic loss of life. But as we say, I think that the correction has taken place in market and our view is, is fundamentally constructive. We are watching signposts closely on a whole range of issues, on the virus itself, on the public health response, on the economic cost of the shutdowns that we know is coming, on the economic policy response and on the state of business and consumer confidence. But as I said, we are, we are constructive. And on that now, I think I'll turn uh, to Denis, who is, as I said, the CIO of MAQS, who can talk in, in more detail about what our teams are doing right now for you. Thank you, Richard, and hello, everyone. We say that in such exceptional environments, we need uh, an exceptional monitoring of the situation. We have daily investment committees uh, with all uh, our investment teams, and obviously we organize uh, exceptional committees at any time during the, uh, the day. In this uh, uh, investment committee, we have representative of the Richard's team, so the macro and investment strategy team with Guillermo Felices. Uh, we have obviously the head of the multi-asset business, uh, Christophe Moulin, myself as the CIO of Max, and uh, also various uh, head of investments and senior PMs of the multi-asset uh, team. All our investment committee uh, are organized via, via video conferences, and uh, obviously all the discussions and, uh, and decisions are minuted like uh, any normal investment committee. So our priority is to manage our client assets with a strong focus on risk management. And given the increased volatility in markets, we remain, we try to remain uh, nimble and uh, looking for opportunities across markets using both fundamental and market dynamics pillars of our investment process. So our best case scenario is the U-shaped recovery by year end. Uh, with the virus mitigated and policy responses that avoid systemic risk. China going out the crisis first uh, compared to the US and uh, Europe. And regarding our market dynamics indicators, first, our temperature metrics are flashing dark green, which is a good contrarian buy signal for risk. It means to buy risky assets. And the second, our dynamic technical analysis is still in a bullish uh, cycle uh, medium term. So a rebound is, is possible. Now we do believe that there is enough uh, bad news in price to consider some risk exposure for medium to long-term investors, as uh, Richard said. This also reflects our cautiously constructive view on the pandemic and the aggressive policy response that have resulted from it. Markets will definitely remain very volatile the coming weeks and coming months. And that's the reason why we envisage a reactive asset allocation around our core tilts towards being long risky assets and underweight core covenant bonds. So on equities, 
We are long US, long NU, long emerging equities. We are open to adding to our position given our best case scenario. But we want also to be nimble in taking profits when we can. We hold a call spread options in our flexible multi-asset range. On carry trades, we are long emerging debt, hard currency, and we are long MU rates, i.e. real estate. On rates, uh, we are short uh, core MU bonds, and we have a long uh, US recurrent inflation uh, trade. We are short US T-notes uh, through options, and we have a US curve steepener strategy in our portfolios. On gold, uh, we still see gold as a very attractive asset in such environments. First, because the central banks are debasing their major currencies through their QE programs. And second, because gold is a quite interesting asset uh, in a risk-off environment. And so after the recent uh, price drop, we decided to add gold uh, to our positions. So overall, our current level of active risk is moderate. I mean slightly below 50% of the maximum risk we can have in portfolios. If we look at the factor exposure, the higher exposure is obviously the market risk because we have a long exposure to risky assets. The second is the short duration, uh, the US, and uh, lastly, uh, the exposure to the emerging and commodities through uh, gold. So these are our uh, main views and, and convictions. I would say that we definitely remain uh, nimble in such environments and consciously looking for opportunities using both uh, fundamental and technical indicators. So uh, to, to summarize across um the call, uh, our view is fundamentally constructive, although, of course, we appreciate and aware of the huge humanitarian cost that the crisis will uh, impact on society. But we do believe the forceful policy response, both in terms of health measures and broader economic policy measures to cushion the blow on companies and households, will start to turn the tide. We are monitoring markets closely, as Denis described. We do think there's looking at the correction. Markets are now pricing pandemic and potentially panic. On that basis, we think this is not the time to sell. Indeed, we are looking to add risk in this situation. So let me add at the end, though, if you have any further questions, please do not hesitate. Reach out to your BNP Paribas asset management context. Uh, and with that, thank you very much on behalf of myself, uh, Anthony. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you all. This podcast presentation includes a discussion on current market events and is not intended as investment advice or an offer of products or services by BNP Paribas Asset Management. Please keep in mind that the information and analysis in this presentation is only current as of the publication date.